Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kulpbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Monday. It's October 14th. It's 2019. And we are here to cover all the things that are going on in this wonderful world of ours, this wonderful country of ours, in the markets, in the economy, and everything emanating out of Washington, D.C. That affects you. And, of course, my little piece of Americana that I talk to you about on a daily basis. Hope you're having a great day. Before we get going, as always, it is Monday, so we're pre-taping this show in the final hour. It is 3.34 p.m. Eastern Time, because every Monday I do Bulls and Bears on Fox Business Network from 5 to 6. Uh, actually, every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, do not miss the show. The whole hour, Gary and friends talk about so many of the hottest topics out there. Check it out. So we pre-tape the show early, and then I ball butt over to the studio. How's that? Anyway, uh, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Just be nice. Just be respectful. You can completely disagree with everything I say, and I can completely disagree with everything you say, but I will respect your right to think the way you do, unless you're crooked. Uh, read our commentary articles. You post, you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com, convictionleaders.com. Uh, right there, one month free, check it out. By the way, I never talk about it, but we also have this consulting services. It's direct me to you. Email back and forth, answer any questions, after answer any phone call, go through the technical take, whatever. That's something else also. It's kind of, we started out as an institutional thing, but individuals wanted it too, so we do that. All right, uh, where do I want to start today? Uh, first off, uh, number one, uh, tomorrow earnings season starts. Just letting you know. Also letting you know, the estimates for overall earnings of, I believe, the S&P are to be down year over year for the third quarter. That's terrible. It's terrible. But I must tell you, the same kind of thing happened in 16, and they re-accelerated again the earnings. So markets never got crushed. But we don't care about estimates. We know what they are. What we will care about is whenever somebody reports earnings, the reaction based on what the earnings were year over year, and the guidance. But we have seen bad guidance and bad earnings get bought up. We've seen good guidance and good earnings be sold out. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of names coming out in the next few weeks. Every down name, every big tech name, every medium-sized tech name. Now, we know what everything looks like. We know how everything's acting. So we're going to be ready for it. And to be clear, regardless what you hear from everybody else, we have absolutely no clue what the reactions are going to be. We heard somebody on TV earlier today, oh, we got a bull market for many more years to come. I hope he's right. Of course, he said that 18 months ago, and the Dow is flat, the S&P is flat, the NASDAQ, NASDAQ 100 basically fell flat. Uh, the Russell's down 15% from its highs, or 12, 12 to 15, transport same. So for us, it's not good enough to say market, because I got news for you. In the last couple of years, if you owned oils, you were crushed. If you owned foreign markets, you were crushed. If you owned U.S. steel, you were crushed. And I can go on and on and on and on. So we'll be paying attention to what's underneath the hood. And just so you know how I do it. We have something called briefing.com. I think it costs us 500 bucks a year. Basically, it gives us 
when everybody's reporting, what the estimates are, and when the earnings come out, it comes out in real time. So we're right, right there waiting for it. But keep in mind, most earnings come out before the open and after the close. I mean, 99.9% .9 of them. I remember Oracle used to come out in the middle of the day, but they even changed it. So we can prep, we can, we can prepare, especially the ones at night, see what's gapping up, see what's gapping down, recognize what group it's in, and deal with it. And then if we need be, we'll go on a conference call, which I don't do often. Why? Because you know what conference calls are. It's a way of the people running the company to BS you into thinking everything is just darn fabulous. You know, we used to do interviews with all major CEOs of corporations on this show. But every interview was, everything is And without mentioning names, I remember we brought a couple of people on. I'll name one. We brought, nah, I'm going to leave it alone. We brought somebody on. Everything's great. Everything's fabulous. Three weeks later, they warned. So what the heck am I bringing them on for? So be ready. Earning season. Over the weekend, I got many questions on the China trade deal. Well, let me be clear how my thoughts are on this. I don't think there's any deal. I think this was phase 14, not phase one. I think it's been oversold. I think things will get done, but I do not think they're going to be even close to what I believed, you know, was being sold as the big gargantuan, wonderful, fabulous, great deal. I do believe that China is going to move towards us, but I do not believe they're ever, 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 ever going to change who they are, ever. And you see what's going on. I know this Hong Kong situation very well. They abused it. And when I say China, it's the, new, it's the guy running the joint who's now there for life. So I think some things are going to get done. I don't think they're going to ever do anything on IP. And just so you know, when everybody keeps talking about stealing intellectual property, it's not like they're robbing a bank and taking a gun and sticking you up. What they do is they meet with companies to do deals. And since they have so, they're so big China and it's such a big market, they'll say, okay, here's the deal. You want us, this is what you're going to give for us. And they get intellectual property. So they use their position to do that. Now, of course, they do some other nefarious crap, no doubt. But I think a lot of countries do. You know, secrets and stuff like that. I don't, I don't think anybody is innocent to that. So I don't think anything big. And I do believe a lot of stuff is getting oversold to you guys. But all right, that's fine. Today on the show, well, I covered China. <sighs> I got a nice email from somebody who says, you're talking Washington too much, respectfully. Well, I'm going to explain myself again on that. And I, agree, I agreed with the person. But I'm going to explain again to you, my peeps, on why we have to. It's a must. But I hear you. More markets, less on that end. I think you're right. But we're still going to cover the things that need to be covered because so much affects what goes on in your markets, what goes on in your economy, what goes on in your industry gets affected by what emanates. So up next, full market wrap, movers of the day, news of the day, uh, all that other stuff today. Thank you for being here. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, the almost market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. with his proprietary indicators? Go check it out. Investment-models.com. It is 3.44 p.m. Market really hasn't done anything today. No big wild swings. Uh, Dow's down 27. S&P 4, NASDAQ 5. NASDAQ 100's up 3. Uh, Sox is flat. Transport's down 33. Advanced decline's not very good. 14 to 21 on the New York. 11 to 18 on the NASDAQ. New highs, and eh, not many. I'll go through a list in a little bit. Of note today, there's a few things sticking out. You ready? 
Shopify, SHOP, previous big leader, up 15 today. See no news. But it turned that little corner a few days ago and now coming up the right side. Keep a watch on this one, SHOP. Uh, Tesla is up nine. Something about battery plant in China, something like that. That one's not nowhere near Shopify, but trying to turn the corner here. I can't argue. That's uh, TSLA. Uh, booking Holdings, the old price line, held the 50-day moving averages up 13. Keep in mind, it's a $1,900 stock. Uh, let's see. Anything else sticking out on my front page here? Big Base and NetTees, N-T-E-S, Chinese name. Big Base, that just means big wide trading range. We'll see if it decides to break out. And may I say most breakouts have failed. And uh, on my front page, that's about it. I saw earlier that um, Biotech had a little decent bid early in the day. You have some dead and buried stocks like uh, Biogen, uh, Regeneron Pharmaceuticals. They're coming around a little bit. The biggest, the big name in biotech with the strongest relative strength is Amgen, AMGN. Uh, gold and silver, not much today. Gold's up a little bit. Gold stocks are hardly up. You know what we think there? Do I need to repeat myself? We just think they're done for right now. We've been saying that for about, what, four, five, four weeks? And you just, uh, no new commitments. We didn't say it's going into a bear market. We didn't say to sell. Uh, but they're all trading below the 50-day moving average now, which means it's probably just resting. If it worsens, I'll let you know. If it gets better, I'll let you know. But I, I believe they're in hibernation right now. Not the end of the world. Um, new, I'll do new highs. Why not, right? There's not many. Ready for new highs that stick out? On the uh, NASDAQ, I'm going to tell you there's not a lot. Apple. But it's down today after being up nicely. But it's still close to new highs. Uh, Lululemon, L-U-L-U. But was up almost four today. It's only up a buck thirty right now. So a little distribution near the highs. Cooper Software, C O U P. Tower Semiconductor, T S E M. That's it on the Nasdaq. No, really. On the New York, are you ready? Couple of tankers, symbol T K and symbol N A T. Two and four dollar names. Hilton Grand Vacations, H G V. There's rumors of maybe somebody would take them over. Acom, symbol A C M. Nike in the Dow had a good. Um, Reaction to earnings. Uh, one more tanker, STNG, Scorpio tankers. So you got a little thing going in tankers. I have one more. Symbol NNA. Low price stuff, and I'm going to look them over after uh, tonight. Aaron's Incorporated, AAN, that's Aaron's Rents. Uh, RH Corp, that's the Restoration Hardware. And that's it. No, really, that's it. By the way, let me repeat that. There's a bunch of these shippers at, at New Yearly Highs. $2, $4. Uh, just a very low price stuff that's maybe coming alive here. I'm going to have to look them over tonight. I always love when I see six or seven stocks in a group at new yearly highs. Maybe it means something. Maybe it doesn't. Keep in mind, I think they're way, way, way down from their highs in the last few years. But new yearly high, they're hitting. So I gave you some of those symbols. There's your new high list. Have I thrilled you yet? Overall, the market remains in that range-bound stuff, kids. That's all. And it's not bad, it's not good, but I do want to make note of a few things here that, that have import that don't get reported too much. The Dow is sitting where it was in January of 2018. So about, what, 21, 22 months? But that's not bad, because you're only uh, a couple of percent off the highs. S&P 500, a little stronger than the Dow. Different makeup, 30 names versus 500 names. So it is, um, from where that Dow was, is about uh, 3%, not, not flat. So 3% in 21 months, so not great. Uh, the NASDAQ is where it was August of 2018. And from where I mentioned the January of 2018, it's up about, uh, let's call it 5% in about 21 months. Now, of course, the Russell, you have to go all the way back, amazingly, to September of 2017 on the Russell. No gains in 25 months. 
And believe it or not, it's only up about mm, 6% in almost three years. Transports. Transports are where they were um, December of 2017. And only up, uh, let's call it about almost three years, 6%. By the way, I went 3-1 and one in football this week, and I know I didn't give them out to you. I'm sorry. Only game I lost was the L- LA Rams, who were a horror show. And I won two by miles. I may have to start giving out my football picks again because, uh, damn, am I good. How about that for a little segue? I have a knack. And, and the big thing is when I see the line move ridiculous and the masses go one way, I go the other. Because guess what? In gambling, the masses lose most of the time. Yeah, it's true. All right, it's 352. Da- uh, we're down 30, down 4, down 4 on the NASDAQ, down up 3 on the NASDAQ 100. NASDAQ 100 benefited from uh, Amazon's up 9 after being down, Tesla up 9. That helps. Up next... Uh, the bubonic plague versus the Ebola virus. I'll explain. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... America is talking. Investor's Edge. you got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Can I just mention something completely off the beaten path? Hopefully you don't mind. These countries, you ready? Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Somalia, Nigeria, and Qatar. They have laws that kill gay people. They have laws that kill gay people. These countries sit on the UN Human Rights Council. Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Somalia, Nigeria, and Qatar. Now you know why we have a problem with the UN? Forget the fact that all, all their sanctions are on Israel. The UN Human Rights Council, I just named six countries that for being gay. I just had to mention that. I know it's completely off the beaten path. Uh, speaking about something in path, and it's kind of funny. Bernie Sanders is now uh, going after Elizabeth Warren, and, you know, they're now in a, a fight. You know, they're trying to win the uh, Democratic nomination. And Elizabeth Warren keeps saying that she is a um, capitalist from her head to her toe. Bernie Sanders, to his credit or not to his credit said he's a democratic socialist, and that's the difference between him and Elizabeth Warren. Interesting. Elizabeth Warren that wants wealth confiscation, the takeover, shutdown, or breakup of every major industry, massive tax increases. She's capitalist. Really? 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 Anyway, so Bernie Sanders is going after her, and it's just like, it's like the Ebola virus fighting the bubonic plague. Remember what we've told you. Bernie Sanders claims that the reason socialist is because corporate America and the wealthy are corrupt. But what does he want to change? He wants to take a crap load of earned dollars away from those corrupt and wealthy people. To do what? To do what with? Oh, that's right, for him to decide. So the people who earned all the money and produced the wealth don't get to decide anymore. It gets confiscated by the Bernie Sanders who says, don't worry, I'm going to do for everybody else. But socialism, by its definition, doesn't do anything for anybody. Why? Because socialism is the state. It's the bureaucracy. It's the gigantic mass. And when a Bernie Sanders takes in a dollar, 90 cents gets used up. For what? Well, everything. Every bureaucracy that creates another... Why do you think Social Security is in trouble? Why do you think they have to fix Social Security? Both sides of the aisle keep coming back to us that they have to fix those screws. How, why is that? Well, the administration is such, so big and has so much to do and has so much cost that eats away at the dollars that you guys put in to the system. On top of that, 
they are not using the dollars you put into the system to pay you off when you retire. They stole it all. It's gone. It's now an IOU. Thus, well, that's socialism. The state running the joint. And the state has no profit motive, no reason for accountability. Thus, and if you ever driven through Washington, D.C., or these suburbs of Virginia, or the Pentagon, just notice how gargantuan it is. Notice how the buildings are grade A+. Plus. Just notice. Go read up how many people are now in government and what they get paid and how much their pensions they get paid. Seriously. Times it by a thousand, there's Bernie. And if you notice anything about Bernie and Elizabeth, well, first off, Elizabeth Warren committed out-and-out fraud. Out-and-out fraud. She created this thing so that she was an American Indian or Native American, I don't know what, the, what PC these days, lied. And that was to do one thing, make more money and get the job. And she's come out, she's apologized and apologized, but yet to say I lied. And of course, no interview will say, well, will you please look at the audience and say you lie and I apologize? No, she comes out and says, well, it's what I thought. She's a, she's a fraud, yet she wants to take everything over, run the joint. And remember, the biggest enemy of socialists and Marxists is your success. They hate your success. They hate your wealth. Because wealth and success cannot be conned by con artists. They can see right through them. So people that are struggling right now are thinking to themselves, here's my lifeline, these two people. But they're no lifeline, they're a death line. Death line. And we have oodles of blatant evidence throughout history and across the globe of what the state does when it takes over industry. Destroys it. And Bernie Sanders says, well, Venezuela is not my type of socialism, yet every proposal is exact the proposals they did in Venezuela. So they can talk blue in their face. They can go after each other. We're going to call them both out. Call them both out. And anybody else. For the life of me, I cannot understand anybody thinking your hard-earned dollars is better in Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren's hands than your own. Never been able to figure that out. And nobody could ever debate me because I would just give out numbers. Real numbers, not platitudes, not generalities, but real numbers. And woe is us if they ever got a hold of the treasure, our treasure, and got the House and the Senate and a bunch of loony lefties there. It's not hyperbole to say, cut the Dow in half. Cut the Dow in half. Waterfall. Economy, take out the machete. The greatness of this country is the opportunity for upward mobility. What do these two do? They crush upward mobility by raising taxes on everyone all the way up to the point where you can never, ever become wealthy, to the point where some of them said, it's bad that we have billionaires. They're insane. It's bad that we have billionaires. Ladies and gentlemen, it is so cool that we have billionaires. You know why? That means you got a Walmart that made billionaires out of people. How many people work for Walmart? Million and a half. They lowered the inflation rate all by themselves because of their low prices. Bill Gates, Look what he has done to move technology forward. Deserves every dime. And the list goes on and on and on and on. So I'm reaching out to you people that think these are, that the world starts and ends with these people. They do nothing for nobody. Zero. Point zero. As John Vernon said in Animal House. And my only wish is I had them in a debate. I would leave them laying on the ground. Laying on the ground. They wouldn't even know what hit them. All right, market closed, Dow down 30, S&P 4, NASDAQ 8, NASDAQ 100 down 1. So NASDAQ 100 fell back a little bit at the close. Sox down a point, transport's down 36. Advanced decline's not very good, but I don't mind a day like today. Up next, more on whatever else. I'm Gary. This is the one only investors at. You're listening to Blue Info.
Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investor's Edge. With Gary Caldwell. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Let me thank my uh, good buddy Jeremiah for helping out with the show today, or I wouldn't have had a show today. Well done, Jeremiah. I appreciate it. Um, Beyond Meat down another $5 today. Uh, what we have told you is we thought, and you know, we try not to do this very often where we put a value on something. We believe in price, but we did it with Tilray. When Tilray was running to 300 we told you we thought it was worth 10 bucks, and people thought we were nuts. Oh, it's 250 bucks. How is it going to 10 Well, it's, back. it's down to 20 already. How do we know? Because even at 20 bucks, it's got a $2 billion market cap with 100 million in sales, and they lose a ton of money, 20 times sales and lose money. In other words, it was an asset bubble in the marijuana stocks. We warned you. And all the marijuana stocks are getting crushed. And guess what the analysts are doing? They're downgrading them now. Remember canopy growth, 60 bucks down to 18? Not downgrades today. Remember, the most important time to keep your head straight on is when you get into this cycle of a group that's going haywire to the upside and everybody's crapping in their pants over them, jumping all over each other at any price. That's the moment in time where you got to take a step back and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where did this come from? Oh, this was 10. It's now 100. It's got a market cap of $8 billion with $100 million in sales, and they lose money. And I get what you're thinking. Well, I could have said that at 80, and it's already 100. I missed the 25% move. What if it goes to 150, which it could? I admit it could. But our favorite line is when all is said and done. Don't be the last one in. So we've been telling you beyond meat. It had this little climactic run to 240, and we've been basically saying to you, eh, we think it's probably eh, worth 20, 25, 30 bucks. Well, it's gone from 240 to 126, down another five today. And again, at the close today, it's got a $7.5 billion market cap on a company that does 160 million in sales and loses a bunch and has competition. What, you think nobody else is going to make plant-based meat stuff? I now see it everywhere. I forgot the name of it, but I was listening to Howard Stern uh, on the weekend. He was doing shows from Los Angeles, and the whole Los Angeles thing was brought to you by some plant-based meat company. Gary, can't Beyond Meat get bought out? Yes, somebody would be, could be crazy enough. I can't predict something like that. If somebody wants to pay $10 billion for a company with uh, $160 million in sales and loses money, so be it. Hey, we have seen biotechs bought out with $8 billion market caps with no sales. I freely admit it. We're just letting you know, notwithstanding that, when all is said and done, you've got to put some values to these things. Stock's worth 20 or 30 bucks. That'd be my guess. And again, we expect more contracts to be signed. But notice, everybody's in it now. There's got to be dozens of companies now, plant-based. And you know what's going to happen eventually? Somebody's going to claim it's bad for you, and then they're going to tell you it's bad for you. I read one little story that said that there's a ton of sodium in there. I don't know. Everything's bad for you, they tell you. Remember red dye number two? Maraschino cherries, that was going to give you cancer. And remember, all these people telling you what's good, what's not good. They're telling you marijuana should be legal, but cigarettes are bad for you. I tell them all to go screw themselves. Recreational marijuana is good. I got news for you. I was in Amsterdam a few months ago, walked into one of them coffee bars, they call them. I saw a guy collapse after taking a couple of hits of some whatever it was. No, I didn't do any hits, thank you. But man, it stunk up a joint in there. Whew. It really stank. And they do big biz, I can't argue. So I hear in Los Angeles, they just started this big marijuana cafe and you get to go in and smoke. Hey, great. Fabulous. Fabulous. Let's 
get more people high and let's legalize it. Sure. Right. Anyway, I started making a point on, on the plant-based meat, and just be careful. And again, with, with the marijuana stocks, the, the music has stopped. And they're going into what I call the slow, quiet death drop. And all the people that were touting it like crazy, and as I said to you on this show a couple of times, some pretty darn smart people. Oh, I own a ton of the, the, the All their stocks are down 50, 60, 70%. You don't see them touting anymore. They're gone. And trust me, they're probably out of the stocks. So they touted the hell out of you until they turned to crap. That's why just do some homework. The most important time to do your homework is when things are swirling very loudly and crazily. The Bitcoin, we did the same thing for you on the Bitcoin. And we tell you, we never bought it years ago. We've been billionaires, I know. We can only talk to you from the point of view of when everybody's jumping like crazy. So pay attention. You'll have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple. You'll make sure you hug your children. Night, night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.